What's up, non-believers, doubters, and skeptics? Welcome back to Jesus Unfollower, the podcast. On this week's podcast, I speak with Oz from the Atheist Roundtable about my deconversion and about some scare tactics that the church uses. I went on the Atheist Roundtable's live stream last week, and it was really cool, really fun, and I hope you enjoy this clip. Just want to give a quick shout out to my new patron, Derek, and all of my patrons, Ainsley, Marissa, Leah, and Robert, in addition to Derek. Thank you for supporting the show. If you would like to do so and just toss a couple bucks my way and say thanks for doing this, you can do so at patreon.com slash Jesus Unfollower, and you can get podcast episodes before I release them to the public. And here's one of the joys of apartment living. I don't know if you can hear that in the background, but apparently my neighbor is taking a shower, and so sometimes it's loud as hell in here. But it doesn't do it every time. Either that or they don't shower every day. I'm not really sure. But anyways, here's the clip from the Atheist Roundtable. First and foremost, again, uh, Kevin, thanks for being on with us tonight, man. We, we appreciate yeah, man. you taking time to hang out with us and uh, uh, chop it up with us heathens and uh, having a good time. And uh, I just want to say that uh, from a former Christian to another former Christian, um, I'm really excited, man, uh, for you and that you... Um, wanted to turn up the volume on your voice and be um, be active, uh, you know, and be an influencer in our community because uh, there are a lot of people that have been in our shoes and have uh, experienced what they've or what we've experienced, and there's still the intimidation and the fear uh, to to be vocal, you know, and to to have a voice. So uh, kudos to you, man. I appreciate it, um, and I know there's probably people that you and I have never met and probably will never talk to that we've had a uh, influence on or, you know, um, at least help them, you know, along the way. So, uh, so I appreciate that. And I know the other ones that, that follow your content would, would say the same thing. So thank you very much. Appreciate that, man. And thanks for having me on. Not a problem. Not a problem. So let's, let's dig into um, a little bit of the background. And one of the things that uh, listening in stood out to me is you, you brought up uh, heaven's gates, hell's flames and, uh, there, there was another one, and it's. Uh, I love that you actually brought that up because on our drive home, uh, my now wife and I, uh, on the way home, were uh, discussing some of those things. And another one uh, that uh, that I experienced was called, um, I think it was called Hell Stop. And what it was is they would, uh, it was a Christian's version of a haunted house, and they would reenact car accidents, um, uh, debacled surgeries. Uh, things like that where your loved ones or friends would die. And what they would do is then put it in front of you. Okay, if this were to happen to you today or tomorrow, uh, do you know Jesus? Would you go to heaven or yeah. would you go to hell? Um, you know, so I think back to those things and 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 they're they're very similar, you know. Uh and and I remember what those things did to me. Um and and how now at 39 years old, how I feel about it looking back. When you look back at those experiences now uh, as, a, as an adult and a grown man, and you can think for yourself and make your own decisions, what? how do you feel about those things now? That they're very manipula manipulative um, and that really they shouldn't be, things like that shouldn't be shown to kids or teens, anybody who's not an adult, really. It's, it's just awful. I've never heard of that one that you're talking about. That sounds like it might be even worse. Yeah. 
and and I, I would I would probably agree because I, I do know the Hell's Gates uh, or sorry Heaven's Gates Hell's Flames. I, I know that format. I, I probably saw that skit or drama, whatever they wanted to call it. You know, probably a hundred times growing up. Yeah. And the 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 Hell Stop model. Um, there's different names for it, but uh, the Hell Stop model is definitely more fear driven. You know, uh, much more. Not saying the Hell's Gates wasn't, but when you're literally putting kids in a quote unquote haunted house around Halloween time and reenacting car accidents where there's like teenagers that are like soaked in blood from a drunk driving accident or whatever. Um, that's not normal. No, that, 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 that's, that's not how you convince somebody. That's how you uh, scare somebody into doing something. Right. Yes, absolutely. And you know, the people who are, who, who put those things on are probably the same people who are anti regular haunted houses <laughs> and think that they like are bad but they'll, they'll put something like that on. No problem. Just throw kids into a haunted house of hell. Yeah, sure. Cause it's a slap Christ, a Christ label on there and we're good to go. Yeah. Wh- which now where, where I'm at, uh, I would much rather put my, if I had to, I'd much rather have my kids walk through a regular haunted house than to ever go through one of those things where it's like, if you die, like we're going <laughs> to, if you die, you're going to go to hell. You, you know, I, I would do that. And, and I don't know about you, but my parents, they wouldn't allow me to go to a haunted house. Like it, that was, there was no discussion, but yeah. those things, Oh, we could attend those things. Yeah, well, It's <laughs> under the guise of church and under the guise of salvation. Like this is going to help you here, <laughs> go into this haunted house for your soul's benefit. Yeah. It, no, man. What, that's 100%. I'd never heard of that one before, but now I know yeah. what I have to look up on YouTube next. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure there's plenty of videos out there. Uh, the, uh, the other thing, Kevin, um, that I'd like to talk about is the, uh, you, you mentioned, uh, you had gotten a relationship was date you were dating. Um, and that ended, um, you know, the, that relationship ended and it was with somebody that was, you know, a, a believer, you know, um, seventh day, I think you, you, mm-hmm. you shared, uh, when when that relationship ended and you, you you started to filter out of that and filter through those emotions and and all of that, what were what were some of the things that you maybe had to come to terms with uh, emotionally um, when you're when you're leaving not just a relationship but realizing realizing that not only is this relationship not for me but this God church thing isn't for me at the same time. Yeah, that's it was tough, man. I. Uh... I decided to really take a hard look in the mirror and, and think, I don't know if I can really be with a believer again um, because just because of those differences and because at some point it's always going to get to that point in a relationship if they are like an, uh, a frequent church attender or you know if you're looking to have kids down the road, you're going to have to make that decision about do you raise them in church? Do you, do you raise them, you know, teach them how to think or what to think? kind of thing and so yeah after that breakup i immediately before that breakup i had never watched uh the aca anything atheist experience never even heard of it like and i've been an atheist for a long time but i like just dove headfirst into youtube and like started watching stuff about dealing with uh breaking up with you know religious differences and all that stuff and that just led me down the atheist youtube rabbit hole where i just i started watching Matt Dillahunty uh, until three in the morning, you know, and just, just binging all that stuff. And uh, 
it just really fueled the fire for what I'm doing now. I originally just started on Instagram. I was just going to make stupid memes. And my original name was Jesus Shaves. <laughs> Jesus Shaves. Because I was just going to do like just a couple dumb memes here and there. But it just really turned into something else. But but yeah, that, that breakup was tough, man. Because I'm like, I like I said, I was indifferent about religion for a long time. Just kind of like, whatever. It doesn't really it's not a big deal. Somebody's religious, but then going through that experience, like feeling like I was really compatible with someone except for that one thing. It just, uh, I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta start doing what this start podcasting, start trying to find more people who are like me because around here, there are not that many people like in my everyday life who are outspoken non-believers. It's just a rarity down here. So I was like, I have to find community for like-minded people and that's what i've done right and, and <clears throat> the the one thing that i do appreciate about the the community that, that we do have here is the, the atheist community uh especially here on on youtube is we love to help each other and especially when people are coming um out of that when they're exiting faith or they're you know running away from faith is they, they try to help, you know, uh, push those people forward and, and, and help them get better. Just like, you know, pasta has with me and, and not just pasta, but, you know, um, you know, Steve and Jeff, and, you know, even Ben now, like they, they're always trying to help and assist. And that's one thing um, that I do um, love about this community is, is we, yeah. we really do try to help, you know, any way, any way we can. So uh, the, <clears throat> the other thing I want to ask you about, the end of kind of kind of those or the defining line, I guess, of those those two relationships. One, the the romantic relationship, but then coming to the point where it's like, okay, not only not only am I an atheist, but I feel like at this point now I need to be vocal about it, right? And, and I need to raise my voice, uh, so to speak, about it. For me, um, I I was going through a transition in um, coming out as an atheist and and deciding, okay, not only am I'm lacking belief, but I feel like I I need to say and I need to tell people what I've been through to help others. Uh, I was also going through a really really nasty divorce, um, all at the same time, and there were moments and or you know pockets of of, of that that time frame that you know uh, some days it felt really really good. I was rejuvenated and excited. Then there are other days that I was just lonely and miserable because I had lost. Uh, not just uh, a marriage and my family, but then this relationship with this God that had taken up majority of my time. So now I don't even know where to put my time. I don't know what my identity is because my identity was in that church and in that God. Um, so there, there was just some really dark nights, some really lonely nights. Uh, did you ever experience anything like that? Yeah, definitely. Uh, especially like when I first left the faith back in 2010. I mean, I was I played in the worship band at church. You know, I I was at the church like three, four days a week just for, for services or for like band practice or whatever. I was always entrenched in that community, fellowship, whatever word you want to use. And then to go from that to like just kind of cut off from all of it, it was tough. And I was married at the time too. Uh, and then we got divorced a few years later, but actually... Uh, me leaving the faith didn't really affect our marriage all that much um, because I guess she was still a believer, but we neither one of us were going to church anymore and stuff. But yeah, it's just kind of been a roller coaster, man. Like, because I was like so involved in the church and then nothing. And then 
kind of really didn't have too many opinions on religion until last year. Boom. All of a sudden last year, I find myself in this seventh day Adventist church uh, <laughs> for several sun, you know, Saturdays, sorry, not Sundays, not Sundays, Saturdays. And then get it religion. right, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. A Sabbath. Sorry. And just feeling like, man, this is really weird to be back in church. Cause it had been, you know, nine years or so since I had been in, in church and, and then going through that whole thing again, I, I never really cared to go uh, to church, but, and then, then the breakup and it was just like that whole roller coaster, just falling back out of that again. And just feeling like that's when I decided I was like, I need to, I need to be vocal. I need to speak up because for the last several years, I haven't, and it gets to a point where you feel like you're kind of, you can let people talk about religion all day and post on their social media about their God and what he does and their favorite scriptures and uh, about Satan and about everything all the time. And you just have to suck it up and deal with it. And so it's like, why should I really have to uh, hide how I feel about those same kind of topics? I really, I shouldn't have to. Uh, just for other people's sake, to spare other people's feelings. And I'll be honest, I still don't post much about uh, atheism on my personal accounts. I did recently add all my Jesus unfollower stuff to my personal like bios and stuff. And that kind of felt like a big step for me because it is hard. I'm still, I don't have a lot of Christian friends. I guess I do. I have some, but I have a lot of acquaintances and stuff. And I really shouldn't be scared to lose those because it's not like I ever really talk to them anyways but it's still that kind of that feeling of i don't know like you kind of feel weird about posting stuff like that and it's crazy because it's almost like that was instilled in me years ago that this stuff is taboo to talk about yeah and 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 i i went through that now i I will say um mine, mine was pretty mine was pretty brief um as far as worrying about uh because if you went on my facebook page right now which i think you and i just uh became friends on Facebook today, actually. But um, mm-hmm. if you go through there, I, I would say right now, three quarters of them are Christians because that's a, that's my background. Right. Um, and there, there was a time that I, I uh, hesitated to say anything, bring it up. But then every time I got on Facebook, it was like, well, well they don't hesitate to put their shit down my throat. You know, that they, they don't, they don't hesitate to tell me about their God, you know? So why, yeah. why, why should I be silenced? You know, why, why should I be quiet? Uh, so now, um, you know, if you go on my Facebook page, all I talk about is tart. All I talk about is, Good. you know, activism and everything, because it's, you know, if, if you can use this platform to push your agenda um, and you do it unabated, I'm going to follow suit. You know, I'm going to um, combat that. Um, you know, so the, the other thing I, I think about a lot with uh, people that have, you know, uh, backgrounds and, and childhoods like uh, yours and I, or you and I, um, and what, not just the experience, but what it does long-term, you know, um, and, you know, for me, you know, there, there was, and I'm not saying this is everybody, for me, there was a lot of, you know, abuse and religious trauma and, you know, and all those things that that were involved. And I never want to assume that anybody else has ever experienced that, but, but coming out of it, did you, um, did you experience any, any type of, any type of, uh, abuse or trauma, uh, you know, the religious trauma, ex- um, exiting faith, exiting religion, anything like that? Actually, no, not really. You know, that that's one of the common misconceptions. I think that a lot of people make, uh, I know that a lot of people go through religious trauma and hurt, but, 
uh, people think that we become atheists only because of that. A lot of, you know, I hear that mm-hmm. a lot. Like, oh, you know, you just went through some horrible church experiences. My church experiences were good for the most part, except for that time that that preacher grabbed my tongue and made me talk into a microphone. We can talk about that a different time if you want. But uh, <laughs> for the most part, uh, my church experiences were pretty good and I made a lot of friends. And um, But yeah, there wasn't that much trauma or abuse or anything like that. I mean, I, do, I did feel kind of emotionally manipulated by a lot of things, but I don't think it was done out of a place of bad intention. You know, those people truly believe that that's the truth of, and what, and they're living it. And it's, so it's not like they're intentionally lying to me or trying to do any harm to me emotionally or anything like that. Well, and, and that's what I, I, I try to tell people because I agree with you. I, I don't think it was, um, I don't, I don't think it's intentional in nature, uh, but, but it is built into the, um, the fabric of what they do, you know, um, as far as the emotional leading, the psychological leading, um, that, that's just how, how they're taught. They're, they're doing what they believe is right, even right. though it's not right. You know, right. um, yep. so, so, uh, so, so I, I would, um, I would agree with that. So, um, so no, um, you know, type of, of religious, uh, trauma or anything walking out, which, which I think is great because, um, you're right. Most, uh, current uh, theists would say, well, you just hate God or you hate church. Uh, and that's not something that they can necessarily attach to you because you don't make the claim of experiencing an abuse or um, religious trauma, uh, anything like that. So I think that's a, a plus for you because that's a, that's already a no yeah. argument over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They have to understand that just like, they're not all the same. We're not all the same either. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm doing some TikToks right now, a little series on that too, like misconceptions about atheists too, just, to try to dispel some of that stuff because we're not all the same. We didn't all go through the same experiences and we don't hate God. It's, it's nothing like that. Yeah. And, and even with uh, myself experiencing a lot of those things, I don't, I don't have a, I don't have a hatred for a God. I, I lack the belief that the God even exists. So how, how do I right. hate something that, that I don't believe exists? And they say, well, then you had, you know, fucked up, stuff happen at church. So you hate church and church people. No, I, I actually, I, I don't hate the church or the church people. My, my brother's the pastor of the church I went to and I love him dearly. You know, yeah. um, I, I talked to him all the time. So that that's, uh, that's not valid. Uh, what it is, is I, um, I hate your belief. I hate the, the faith. I hate uh, the religion and the, and the construct, you know, and the, and the things they lay forward that you have to do this, this, and this, or you're going to burn in a hell. That's what I hate that people are controlled and manipulated by that. So would you exactly. share that same, would you share that same perspective? hundred percent. Yeah. It's, it's not the, it's not the God that we hate, that we don't believe in. It's the, uh, you know, the oppression and re- religion being injected into government and stuff like that, you know, making laws around a God that the majority happen to believe in. And so, yeah, it's just the damage that can be done in God's name, not necessarily the God himself. Right. Totally agree. Uh, Then going back to your church experience. So um, like, like I said, you know, um, you, you stated no, no type of trauma or abuse or anything, but when you, when you did um, Kevin, when you finally walked away and you said, you know, I'm really, I'm really done with this. I'm done with the the God thing, the faith thing. um, Did you lose friendships? How was your family relationships impacted? What did that look like? Um, I, 
it's funny because a couple of my best friends also became atheists so that was good for really good for me um but i I did lose some friendships and it was mostly you know church friends we just kind of went our separate ways it's kind of on the reverse side of that in high school i lost one of my very best friends because i was the religious one and uh he was not at all and i was trying to tell him how to live his life and that certain musicians that he was listening to were uh that he was idolizing them and that they were of satan and then our friendship just ended so it's that friendship ending hurt a lot and then now it's like can i get that back can i get that back because i'm not a christian anymore but it's like kind of too late but yeah and some my family as far as my family goes, uh, a lot of them still don't know that I'm an atheist. Only, only a few do. Uh, luckily, uh, my sister is not like she kind of left the faith too. So we're really, really we've always been the closest like of all my family. So that has been helpful for me for sure. I haven't lost a ton of friendships though. Um, you know, most of them. They probably a lot of people probably think that I'm backslidden or whatever. At least my church acquaintances, you know that, you know he's just backslidden for a decade. He'll come back, kind of thing. But the the most my best friends and stuff. Most of my best friends, I'm still I'm still friends with, and it hasn't really been affected. Okay, yeah, because I uh, without going all the way into it, I, I lost just about all my friendships, you know, and and it was it, it was it was sad, you know, because I thought. You know, oh, I thought we were boys. I thought we were cool, but it actually was just—it was a church thing. Yeah, like it was—it wasn't a relationship. It was just a you know a church and a God thing. So, uh, and and I know you know I, I know several people that have been fortunate like you to not lose a bunch of relationships, but I also know um, quite a few that got kind of left you know high and dry. Where it was like, oh, I th- you know I I thought we were cool regardless of whether I you know believe in yeah. You your God or not. So, uh, <clears throat> kudos to, <clears throat> sorry, kudos to your friends that, that didn't use that as an excuse just to, you know, uh, alienate or, you know, ostracize because that's usually, uh, usually what happens. Uh, what, what is one thing, uh, that you would, uh, maybe, you know, some advice or, um, uh, th- th- this will be my last question. What's, what's one, maybe two things that you would tell somebody that's trying to exit religion, exit faith, just little pieces of advice. What could they, what could they do? Um, what questions could they ask? Uh, what's, you know, what's a good, um, formula or, you know, I don't know if there's a good formula, but what, what's, um, a suggested formula to, to try to do that with, um, in the most healthy way possible. I think, uh, the first thing is just ask yourself why you believe what you do, where that belief came from. And if you would have that same belief, if it wasn't, indoctrinated to you if, if you if it wasn't told to you by your parents or by the people around you like really really think about it and not just you know kind of think about it like really examine that and see why why you believe and second thing i would say is uh there's a a big uh community on social media of people who are in that kind of same boat where they're either like they're they'll call themselves like progressive Christians because they're, they land somewhere in the middle and they're not really, it's like a transitive phase, I guess, um, for a lot Mm -hmm. of people or, you know, that they just had, have left religion. I think it's important to 
find other people who are similar because you're probably not going to get that if you've been, you know, going to church all your life or whatever, you're probably not going to have a lot of those people immediately around you. So the internet is a great thing. Social media is a great thing for that reason that you can just start to look around and and know that you're not uh, alone in those thoughts and those questions. Right. And, and, uh, and I know we've put a couple of links in there and a really, really quick, uh, Kevin, before we, uh, intro the murderous one uh, in here and start doing some Q and A. Uh, where where can they uh, anybody that's viewing listening right now or later on? How do they find you on YouTube? The talk ticks, TikToks, the Facebooks, <laughs> the Instagrams, yeah. the tweeters. How do they find you? Uh, YouTube.com slash Jesus Unfollower or at Jesus Unfollower on everything: uh, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, everywhere. It's at Jesus Unfollower. Facebook too. Um, or you can go to my website, jesusunfollower.com. It's got everything there. Uh, links to the podcast too. I do, in addition to YouTube, I do the audio podcast too. So if you just like want to subscribe to that, that's cool. Um, so that's it, man. Jesusunfollower.com. You can find everything there. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, if you're listening, watching right now or in the future, go check our boy out make sure you subscribe, like everything. Um, if you don't, um it's your loss not ours i hope you enjoyed the interview thank you for listening as always let logic and reason guide the way and if you haven't subscribed to my youtube channel yet even if you don't watch youtube if you're an anti-youtuber it still if you don't mind go over there and subscribe to the channel I'm trying to get to 1,000 subscribers before the end of the year. That's the only way I can ever monetize over there. So if you would, do that for me. And peace out.